What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Radulescu with Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. As always, bringing incredible guests from all over the world. So sit back, relax, and tune in. My next guest is a trauma healer, NLP practitioner, executive coach, business coach, Riki Tumo Mastery. Consider herself a leadership alignment master and the founder of Xfinity SG. Please welcome Rubini Karun. Rubini, welcome to the show. Hi, Diana. Beautiful to be here with you. Yes. Tell the audience where you're joining us from. I'm currently joining you from Singapore. I love it. Right down there. Yeah. So it's late for her. So she's full of energy, ready to share her story and her expertise with all of you. So do not leave us and stay tuned. So, Rubina, you have got quite the list of um, certifications and expertise. And I read your bio. What t- can you tell the audience what took what was the turning the the key moment that made you say, "Hey, I want to help others become better, deal with their trauma, become a leadership alignment master, and all those things." Well, I love that question because it's always that little trigger moment that brings you into it. And everything that I do right now is because I went through it before. I was in consulting for 16 years. I've worked with thousands of companies and leadership, and I've seen what bad leaders can do to a company. Oh, yeah. I've seen what bad bosses like Jennifer Aniston's movie, Horrible Bosses, can do yeah. to it. <laughs> and the sad thing is that I've seen what poor performance can do to a home Yeah. in terms of adrenal gland overdrive, health diseases, stress, sleep, broken marriages, disconnection with kids, addictions. I've seen it all and I've seen it too many times. Yeah. So I sought ways in which I could improve the way I spoke in my voice for recognition. Yeah. And I sought ways to, you know, get into that mental aspect of identity, but also get into the energy aspect of the heart. Yeah. And then as I went through my journey, I realized that there's this missing block to the entire piece, which is trauma. Yeah. And not enough people talk about it, but it's corporate trauma. It could even be the first boss you've had say, you'll never make it. Yeah. People carry that till they're 45, 50. Yeah. 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 So I do a lot of work around things that I've gone through in a very discriminatory, toxic way to learn how to rise above that, to speak yeah. with confidence, to gain that recognition and to create something for ourselves. Yeah. So you've had a boss tell you that you weren't going to make it? Yeah. I had a teacher tell me I wasn't going to make it. If anybody, see, I'm such a fighter. If someone told me I wasn't going to make it, I would just go off on them. I'd probably walk out. I'm like, fuck you, I'm fired. <laughs> Watch me. But that that's why I'm not built for corporate, like I've had, I, I, I'm a hard worker. I'll go in and I'll kick butt. And like the one sales job I, I had, I was doing 210% to goal. And so it's like, I, but that was probably the one place I experienced the worst boss, one of the worst bosses ever, just like total micromanager. And there you go. I don't do well with that. So like, there I, you go. I know how to manage myself. Well, that, go. that's terrible. No one should ever tell you that you're not going to make it. They, anyone, especially leaders, should be building you up. So yes. now let's fast forward into um, where you are today. And, and when did Xfinity SG get born? Ooh. 
So I have a father who I take care of. I'm a caregiver. Um, and he's had multiple strokes. And in 2020, I had built myself up with the certifications to launch the business. Yeah. Um, and I knew I wanted to start the business so that I could spend time at home. If you've spoken to people in consulting, people who work with banking and finance and STEM industries, the hours are long. Yeah. I couldn't be the daughter I wanted for my dad. Yeah. Made the decision to start out on myself. I knew I would do everything hype up, yeah. everything that I would be able to. I came out, Diana, two months later, COVID hit. <laughs> yeah. And I had to go through the washing machine and the dryer and back to learn a business model that worked. Yeah. Oh, I bet. And that's where success in self was born. This, what I was telling you before. Yeah. Yes, your program, your eight-week program. And so talk, talk just about, about the, the success and self. I love the name, success and self. Like the, it's like, a, it's a mouthful, but it makes sense. I, I, I say it multiple times a day, so I'm good at it. <laughs> it's your mantra, success and self. Success and self. Success and self. So what it is, is I created this because since childhood, especially if you're an empath, if you're sensitive, if you're a people pleaser, if you have multiple siblings, you are actually not told to be yourself. Hmm. Interesting. All of a sudden, you go onto stages and you present in boardrooms and you're told to be authentic and you're told to be yourself. So I have heads of regional, global teams, people who I know will be the next leader of their companies. Yeah. Tell me in in this private space, I don't know how to be authentic. Yeah. Mm. I don't know how to be myself. And I'm getting goosebumps saying that because yeah. these are people who live who've lived on this planet for decades. Yeah. Tell me in such a heart heart driven way that yeah. how do I find myself again? Yeah. These are people who have multi million Dollar, I, yeah. You wouldn't think that's. I think that's the the assumption or the judgment that yeah. people in those positions have got it made. They've got it all. And they know yeah. exactly what they're doing and who they are, which is really not the case. And that's the stigma. Yeah. But who do they say that to? Right. Their yeah. spouse, their kids, their HR manager, their boss. Yeah, and they can't. No one. Right. And so that's where. I created this program and and trust me when I tell you, I failed for 18 months. I didn't know what business model to do. So I was just doing pure coaching until I created this creatively done digital education program where I teach people again how to unlock a form of peak performance by removing limitations, by removing beliefs that do not serve them anymore. Any corporate trauma, any hooks. Sometimes we go into childhood, you know, any kind of traumatic experience they've had that has been limiting them. Yeah. We get into that in the first part. The second part, it's about creating the kind of identity they truly feel connected to. And it's not about thinking so much about how do I be authentic? It's thinking so much about what did you do yesterday and how did you handle that? Yeah. To help your audience. It's, it's simply that. Yeah. And then we get into the ideal leadership that you want to create. How do you want to leave impact and legacy in your purpose and that's the eight weeks i love that do you find that most people that you work with have some kind of trauma 
And I would like to say in a very sad way, even if it's small, people learn to say, oh, no, that's not trauma. But I had that because the word trauma has become so serious. But to be honest, my, I mean, to use a personal example, my dad telling me I wouldn't amount to anything because I was just a pretty face made me ensure I was a regional director of a multi-million dollar team before the age of 30. I made sure, right? And it was almost like a, yeah, you know? Well, I but some of those things it like pushes us, right? It like it some, does. It's like what you, yeah. you think I'm gonna fail? Watch, watch me, you know? Yeah. And then, but, but, but no, you know the thing is, it reaches, it it gives you that metal on your shoulder to a yeah. point, and then the metal on your shoulder becomes a limitation to the next point. Mm, interesting. Uh, and so that's why sometimes people don't think about it as trauma, but it can be in the smallest forms. Mm. And um, uh, one of my clients said. She couldn't reach her voice in a boardroom of men. We unlocked that. We got it back to trauma. A gentleman told me that he wanted to reach a different level of performance. Mm-hmm. But every time he went there, he struggled. He felt like he was burning out. And he stepped back. Someone else got promoted. It had been happening for five, six years. Wow. And this gentleman, we went through it. It was trauma. Yeah. In an early career trauma, not even childhood, early career. Mm. And so it's like, when you ask me this, I'm thinking of all these stories, but yeah. yes, the smallest forms and the biggest forms, it stems from a limiting belief that we can trace back. And through, you know, energy and trauma and, and NLP and hypnotherapy, we really dive into removing that first yeah. to understand the identity that you feel authentic in to create that again. What if someone says, oh, they don't, you, well, you kind of said it, that something maybe very small happened, but they don't consider it trauma. And, but once you w- work through your process with them and work through that with it, with them, do they understand that that was something that was prohibiting them from moving forward? It happens in a very emotional way. Yeah. I can imagine. They break down. Yeah. They break down. They're just like, it's either an angry breakdown yeah. Or it's a emotional breakdown. I don't care what gender you are. It's a breakdown. And we have to break down to understand what that limiting belief is. Mm-hmm. We don't need to spend 50,000 hours on it. It can be in one conversation. Yeah. To go deeper and deeper and deeper within that through this process. Yeah. Because we're coming from the heart and we're using a frequency that stems from the heart. We're not pushing with our brain. So do, can people move forward if they never deal with the trauma people my my perfect answer is people can move forward up till a point where they realize that they're stuck and then they wonder why Mm. and typically that's the point in which people are attracted to me because that's the intention i set for my business yeah people who are lost and overwhelmed they don't know what to do and if i can help one person say not say I don't know what's wrong with me. I think that sentence is so heartbreaking. Yeah. When a grown adult says, I don't know what's wrong with me. I find that heartbreaking. Yeah. Truly. And if I can help one person not say that, I'm not. Yeah. I'm good. That's my impact. Well, that's like kind of putting a pro- pro- uh, proclamation on your life. Like, okay, there's something yeah. off me. You know what I mean? Instead of, 
let me discover what is holding me back. I think that's yeah. a way to, to reframe it because when you say, I don't know what's wrong with me, it's like you're automatically voluntary, like there's something wrong with me. You know what I mean? That's so sad. Yeah, and that's my intention. I want to attract all these people and correct them that there's nothing wrong with them. Yeah. There's we- something somewhere that has limited them. Let's unpack it. Let's get to it. I give me two to three months, I will change your life. I, I tell them that and they're just like, <laughs> hi, D's. <laughs> I'm like, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> well, can you share a success story with us? Perfect. I had someone, and this is something that's, uh, I, I'm thinking of someone in banking. I'm thinking of someone in data engineering. And both are beautiful stories. Um, I'll use the banking one. So he was the head of consumer banking and he really wanted to reach a different level, but his bosses told him he didn't have that type of leadership present. Oh, wow. Uh, And he was just a, uh, he was a people person. He was a manager. He couldn't be a leader. A year and a half, he did the program. We continued in coaching. He's now the managing director of a global bank. Wow. In one of its divisions. And the blockage was from familial brainwashing, telling that that table, that seat at the table was not for him. Mm. Yeah. And when we unpacked that and we drove that new identity, we worked on presence. We worked on influential communication. We worked on helping him sleep better. We worked on helping him practice mindfulness. We worked on helping him create higher performance within himself. Yeah. We worked on helping him be less of a manager and more of a leader in terms of being less tactical and more strategic. There's so many components to that, but we did that. Yeah. And that was a beautiful success. He's just like, I actually didn't believe you, but I thought, why not? Because I didn't know what was wrong with me. Yeah. And I said, let's go. That's a beautiful. That's what I always said. I'm like, let's go. It's a it's a beautiful story. And especially for like, I feel like males have a certain expectation to to, to have to actually deal with that trauma programming that he that happened to him when he was younger had to be like really eye opening. Yeah, he he. Yeah, I mean, most of people most people don't think that yeah. they don't equate that with trauma because we have so much empathy to people with large trauma. Yes, that we don't equate us to having trauma because yeah. we're genuinely empathetic people. Most of us are. Oh yeah, for you sure. know, yeah. I think all trauma is is re- it's all relative, right? Like, okay, you know, yeah. mine is probably a little bit more intense than someone else's, but there's you can't just discount someone else's experiences and what they've gone through because I'm strong. So God, God gave that to me. Like, okay, Deanna, you can handle it. We we're gonna, well, I'm gonna make an example of you. You're gonna have a story to tell, and this other person might have gone through something way more smaller, but it still affected them in a way that pre- prevented them from doing, you know from doing what they needed to do to get to where they wanted to be, right? Yeah. So I think it's all relative. I don't discount anyone's story. Um, I, I want to just say something to that, Diana, if I okay. may be, because I have to recognize that. I, I got goosebumps as you said that, because I use, in a bar, you see a pint, a pint glass. You yeah. see a tall glass where the gin and tonic go into, and then you see the shot glasses with yeah. the tequila typically goes into, right? Yeah, yeah. You have a pint glass of a threshold. Yeah. Someone else could have a shot glass, but mm-hmm. both are at capacity. Yeah. Mm. And I recognize the fact that in that pint glass, 
the amount of love you have for life has put you here today because that's not easy to deal with. Mm. You're amazing. So I recognize you. <laughs> I recognize you. Yes, I do. I see you. Thank you. Wow, you're making me cry. I was just trying to say that I could relate to other people's trauma, whether it's small or not. Now you're turning around on me. <laughs> because that's the bad thing about silver linings. That's yeah. the bad thing about this concept of, oh, we have to break down and then we're going to break through. Yeah. Let's just all be happy and in love all the time. I like that. Yes. <laughs> I love Let's it. Let's just keep going and keep, you know. Keep elevating who we want to be, right? Amen to that. Yes, I'm all about it. Just be happy and in love all the time. That should be your freaking tagline. <laughs> On a t-shirt all day, every day, yeah. happy and in love. Exactly, exactly. Who is like your ideal client? You mentioned more leadership type of people, but what does that look like anybody that's listening so they can understand if, if they know someone or if they fit that mold? Mm. I think it's more about what they're feeling inside themselves. I set an intention based on how their emotional state is. Okay. So so I wouldn't say titles. I wouldn't even say industries, even though okay. typically I have clients from banking, consulting, legal firms, I mean, um, STEM industries. And then typically they're the VP, director, head of division or regional MD level. So okay. those typically, anyone with a team under them, Sure. But I tell you, the intention that I set is anyone who's feeling overwhelmed, frustrated, and like they can't breathe. They don't know what they're doing wrong. They're not getting recognized for their efforts. Their voice doesn't come out. Yeah. And it's affecting their home. It's affecting their identity. They feel lost. And then the magic sentence, I don't know what's wrong with me. I set the intention that I attract them because I've got the magic. Let's go. Let's create a life. Yeah. where we never doubt ourselves and we recognize that those limitations have a cure. There's no need to live life like that. Life doesn't have to be that hard. No, not at all. I absolutely, totally, 1,000% agree. And I think that's beautiful that you're a lot, uh, helping people see that, you know? And I Thank think you. people in corporate or whatever, like, industry, they they operate a little bit differently than, like, an entrepreneur like myself. And so I think that they automatically put restrictions on themselves just because they are in that restricted box. box, right? And so they don't allow themselves to really try to deal with anything that isn't the norm. And so when they reach that, like, that, you know, that the end of the road, we're like, oh, crap, I'm, I've I reached a dead end. I need to get past this. It's probably a little, un, un, like, raveling for them. <laughs> Absolutely. And, I, and the word I use is threshold. Yeah. They have a very long threshold. Or I know people who love their job so much. I was in corporate for 16 years. I love my job. I love what I did and how I spoke in, yeah. in a growth mindset. I love meeting people. I love creating that. You know, I love my job. And um, anyone in a career-driven mindset, they, they have this thing that they don't know how to lead because no one was taught how to lead. Yeah. We yeah. were just making sense of it. We're just going with with life and what yes. life brings us to, right? Yeah. And I think the the main, uh, I don't want to use the word issue, but the main thing is that it doesn't have to be that hard, but we were taught, don't cry, otherwise you're a bad yeah. slash boy. Yeah. Therefore, push. Yep. That struggle has been ingrained in us. And so that threshold becomes very large. Yeah. <laughs> Not okay. No, no, definitely not. Okay, you're, you should you should be allowed to feel. 
It's okay yeah. to feel those feelings. Okay. It's yeah. healthy. Um, yeah. Do something about it. So um, do the people have to like um, talk to you first before they can partake in your eight week program? 100%. They 100%. Okay. I have a 100% success rate because I'm very careful for who I bring in. I only help one problem. I don't help other types of problems. Right. So I do I do healing and coaching in a trauma therapy or in a coaching model. Yes, I do with a select few clients. But in that program, I know who it helps. And so I always talk to a person in order to understand, can they 100% be helped here in this vehicle? Yeah. It's very specialized. Yeah. Oh, that's good to know. Okay. And uh, where can people get, so if they're interested in do, taking, like, you know, talking to you about the yeah. program, where do they go to set up yeah. a call with you or learn more? Either on my LinkedIn profile, Rubini Karun, or on my website, which is www.xfinitysg.com. Interestingly, the name of my company, which is Xfinity SG, stands for X, which is the unknown quotient in all of us. Hmm. The power of infinity to spearhead our growth, SG. Oh, I love that. I was going to ask you what the SG means. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. You guys, I'll put those links in the show notes. So if you connect you. with what Rubini shared with you today or just want to connect with her in general, go click the links, go follow her on LinkedIn and just start the conversation. You never know where it will lead or if you know someone that could use some of her mm -hmm. coaching and her skills, help them get to the next level, reach out to her. Rubini, this is the part of the show where I like to ask for last words of wisdom or advice. What would you like to leave with us today? 100% life does not have to be so hard. If there is any amount of pain, struggle, or suffering you are going through by yourself, reach out. It doesn't have to be me. It can be anyone. Reach out. I'm here for a chat. If you need guidance on who you need as a resource, please reach out. But life does not have to be so hard. Yeah, I like that. That was beautiful. And I think that there are more people that are willing to help than we realize. Whether it's a stranger on the street or someone on social media that you follow, I think that if you reach out to someone that you just feel drawn to, do it because you never know where that conversation will take you. So that was beautiful. Thank you so much for that. Thank you, Diana. I've loved this time and I, I, I really, really love this conversation. Your questions are so spot on. Thank you so much. Thank you. I love your smile. Your energy is infectious. I'm going to start my day. I don't know. Are you going to sleep? Because I'm going to start my day. <laughs> I know I have trouble sleeping after calls like this. <laughs> I find out. Oh my gosh, I love it. You guys, this is your host, Deanna Redalescu with Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. As always, don't forget to subscribe, follow, rate, review, comment, share, all those good things. And I'll be back soon with more dynamic guests.